Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Sex is the life force energy that runs through us all. Can you use sexual energy for your spiritual evolution? Or perhaps for emotional healing? Is it even possible? Clinical sexologist Dr. Martha Tara Lee will explore all these and more on Eros Evolution on Home Times Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to Eros Evolution. This is where sexuality and spirituality meet. This is Martha once again, and I'm your host, for this show. <laughs> so I'm from uh, Eros Coaching. That's EROSCoaching.com. That's my practice. And uh, I'm a clinical sexologist with a doctorate in human sexuality and been in practice for seven years. Started this show coming to three years now, always exploring the link between sex and spirit because I was interested in it. <laughs> and I've had uh, many different guests over the last three years, coming to three years, and today we have a topic, a title that has never been used before, and uh, the title for today's show is The Spirit of Sex, and we with uh, Canadian sexologist uh, Dr. Stephen DeWitt, DeWitt sorry. and uh, he will be delving into sharing his personal and professional connection to the spirit of sex, exploring the strong ties to identity and connection to one's partner. In today's show, we'll be talking about how you can develop a deeper understanding of self and sharing that authentically through your sexual connection and expression. So Dr. Stephen DeWitt, he's a board-certified sexologist through the American College of Sexologists, which I'm also a member of. He holds a Master's of Public Health in Human Sexuality and the Doctorate in hum- of Human Sexuality. His Toronto's hassle-free clinic is where uh, Stephen first started as a sexual health counsellor and now travels both internationally and nationally speaking about sexual empowerment. As a sexuality educator, coach and consultant, he's committed that people live in a sexually empowered life free from guilt, shame, and fear, and have relationships that work. He's regularly featured in national newspapers and television shows, providing relevant, thought-provoking sex education and information. And he's recently authored the book, The Sexual Freedom System, Winning the Inner Game of Sex. He's a master at creating a fun, safe, comfortable environment for people to take an honest look at their sex lives and transform what is not working. And you can go to his website, that's Dr. D with the Z E W I T dot com. So welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Martha Lee. It's a pleasure to finally get to talk to you in person and to be on this show. I've been a fan for a lot of years. 
Oh, thank you so much. I've been uh, following your work as well, and I've um, been admiring you for afar, and um, certainly very, very glad when I reached out that you said yes so quickly. So thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. So I was just uh, doing a quick Google of you just now, just before the show, and I understand that you are also with some uh, speaking bureau, so you are actually... Um, not just a sexologist, but you actually also put yourself out there as a speaker. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking is something that I, I really love to do. For me, you know, my message of sexual empowerment and people being comfortable in their own bodies and in their own relationships is so important. And for me, being able to speak to people on a large scale is, you know, I get to impact the, the, the greatest amount of people in the shortest amount of time. And it's just, I'm, I'm a bit of a performer at nature as well. So speaking is something that I love. And I speak at conferences and not necessarily uh, sexuality conferences, but conferences. I mean, I've done dental conferences and financial conferences and fitness conferences. Any smart organization that understands that healthy sexuality is part of um, a person's um, whole kind of and complete uh, wellness and happiness smart organizations are, are bringing me in as a speaker that's awesome that's really really great to know because i have difficulties pitching myself to corporates and um it's always considered a kind of taboo subject and mm -hmm. uh, not to mention the kind of looks and jokes that i get as a sexologist here in asia so i'm so happy for you that um you are able to get yourself out there to corporates in that way because I certainly believe it's really important to get the message of uh, sexual empowerment and positive sexuality to as many people as possible. So I'm really happy for you. And um, I was uh, on your website also and I saw that um, th there's this little thing that says that you are the um, Tony Robbins of sex. Tell us more <laughs> about that. Well, you know, it's it's funny. You know, speaking to your point earlier, when most people are bringing, you know, a sexologist in to speak, there's usually a committee if it's a big conference, and they're like, half of the committee is like, no, we think this was a good a good idea. It's a great human interest speaker. Stephen is really good. I've seen him speak before, and the other half is like, oh my goodness, is he going to take his pants off or is he going to show porn? Right. So there's there's always this fear. And what I have to get over and where you get the like the Tony Robbins of sex is when I when I'm speaking and I'm connecting with people, I'm so focused on the audience and making a difference for each and every one of those people. And so a lot of the work that I do is um, I use humor. I use inspiration. I use motivation. I use empowerment. Um, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of energy. I get the crowd up and moving and taking on new things and, and thinking about things differently and interacting with the audience, obviously in a safe and consensual way. And so all of those things that I've done, most people don't expect, you know, they think, oh, it's going to be <clears throat> pardon me, it's going to be a really serious conversation about sex or it's going to be very technical and you're going to have to do this, this and this. And then I come in and people are laughing and having fun and learning at the same time. So that's how I, I earned that kind of title as, as the Tony Robbins of sex. Wow, that's amazing. I would love to see you in action um, in an event. I I can, I yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've seen Tony Robbins, so I can... I can imagine uh, how you would look 
um, um, having the crowd in the palm of your hand. Yeah, I can really see that with you. That's Absolutely really awesome. I think it's important to uh, get people to do activities and also get them to laugh with you, because really, uh, uh, some people are so serious about sex. Mm -hmm. It's important to be lighthearted ourselves. Absolutely, it's 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 one of the most private and sacred and confidential parts of people's lives. And then all of a sudden, you're in an audience of 500 or 5,000 people, and you know you're talking, you're learning about sex, and and you're you know being confronted maybe by some things or having to deal with some things that you've been avoiding, you know, that I do a lot of work on communication. I believe communication is the most important aspect of sex and sexuality. And so, you know, I always ask people to put up their hand if, you know, you're avoiding uh, that one conversation about sex that you think you should be having. And, you know, 90% of hands raise and you know the other 10% it's well they probably should have had that conversation but they're not in that relationship anymore so it's it's always interesting um working with people you know I do one-on-one -on -one work as well but in an audience because there is so much um uh, you know guilt shame fear people trying to adhere to the standards ideals norms and expectations of their you know particular gender or their particular religion or culture that they grow up with so one of the things as a speaker that i do that's really important is i create a safe space so i go over respecting confidentiality i go over respecting diversity and i go over you know speaking your own truths so or using i language when you share to honor your own personal experience Experience and journey in this area, but also to respect that other people are going to have different ones as well. And then I also, you know, own my own privilege as a sexologist, as a male, as, you know, a white male, as educated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just, you know, I spend time doing that and I do that, you know, humorously as well. So everyone can just take a deep breath and just relax and know that they're in a safe, comfortable place um, and that we're going to have some fun and we're going to have some learning as well. Yeah, that's really so important. I think one of the biggest lessons that I had um, when I started my practice, really not sure what the hell I was doing, was that over time, my clients actually said, you know what, Martha, it's not what you taught us that really made a difference in our lives. It's, it was who you were. It's mm -hmm. who you are. It's, it's the essence of who you are. And mm -hmm. I think it's so important that we embody it. And I really certainly get that feeling from you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, what I, it's, it's your, it's your being, it's not our doing, it's not the things that we do, but it's our being that is, uh, you know, for anyone who's, you know, being a leader or a speaker or, you know, a trailblazer or working with people, it's, you know, people are, are so attuned to your, um, your energy, uh, to your spirit, to your way of being that if that is off in any way, especially as you and I are, are talking about such a such a, a, a private and confidential and sacred topic as sex, if people get a whiff of that, you'll have zero credibility and they won't be interested at all unless you're 100% authentic and you can actually walk your talk. So a lot of, you know, what I do is just really, you know, being okay with, you know, however people show up, whatever questions that they have, wherever they're at in their journey, if they're having lots of sex, if they're having no sex, if they're, you know, married and monogamous, if they're polyamorous, if they're asexual, who cares? You know, I, I always like mm. to share that, 99.9999999999% of the people that I meet in this world, I'm never going to have sex with. 
So why do we put so much effort on? Why do we judge people? Why are we concerned about? Why are we yeah. concerned about people judging us? And so, you know, again, it's that it's that um, ability to connect with each and every person so they feel valued, they feel important, and that I'm a safe person that they can learn from. Beautiful. Yeah, it's true that we we care a lot what other people think as as if you know, that's some kind of uh, validation that we are okay. And mm -hmm. um, this comparison certainly has to stop. We are not in kindergarten anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I agree. So, so we have a break now. And uh, after this break, we'll come back and uh, speak with uh, Dr. Stephen D. Wett, a sexologist. And you can find him at Dr. D.R. D. Wett. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hi. I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Every two minutes, an American is sexually assaulted. The majority of victims know their attacker. It could be your friend, your neighbor, or someone you met at a party. If you said no, it's rape, and it's a crime. This is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Call the National Sexual Assault Hotline today at 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by Rain and this station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And 
welcome back to Arrow's Evolution. You are listening to the show on the Om Times Radio Network, and you can share this show with your friends by going to the link omtimes.com forward slash mobile. With this link, you'll be able to listen to the show without needing to download any app. It's really cool. So we are talking about the spirit of sex today with sexologist Dr. Stephen D. Witt, and he is at drdewit.com. Dwit.com. So you can also find him on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter is the same. D R D E Wit, and uh, that's Stephen D Wit on Facebook. So uh, yeah, we started having a really good time talking about work really and uh, uh, in general our sex attitude and how this influences our work and the importance of having a positive attitude in uh, being sexologist and also not being judgmental of people and I hope um, we've certainly inspired you to not be so hard on yourself and also really care a little bit less what other people are doing with their sex lives because it really doesn't concern us. <laughs> so anyway, um, yes, so let's uh, talk a little bit more about um, Dr. Stevens uh, DeWitt's um, credentials because um, I haven't really asked you this just now which is uh, how long have you been doing this and um, maybe just for the sake of listeners who are not familiar with uh, your work in Toronto, maybe some of the publications you appeared in or maybe awards you've won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been doing this ooh, going on 10 years now. Um, I received my doctorate uh, five years ago, but I've been active in this space as a um, a sexual health counselor, as a volunteer um, for a very, very uh, long time. Well, a decade, which is, is a long time for me. I'm 40 years yeah. old now. And, um, uh, you know, as far as media, I mean, here in Canada, there's um, I have a local radio um, spot that I do here on News Talk 1010 every Sunday night at 1040. And, you know, I've been cool. um, on e-talk on uh, the Marilyn Dennis show here. I've been in the Globe and Mail, the Toronto Star, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then internationally in um, the States, uh, I was on Showtime uh, on a show called uh, Sex with Sunny Megatron. And I was there as a sexologist and, and a personality there as well and been featured you know, if people Google me uh, are interested to learn more, there's uh, a number of different websites that I've been featured on as well, from um, Men's Fitness um, to uh, the the W Network, which is the Women's Network. Um, all over the web, people could find me as well. And um, I've uh, been fortunate to uh, be acknowledged and, and honored at um, at a conference this year. And ironically, like I was saying, Martha, I speak at all different types of conference, and this was. Um, a fitness conference called the Can Fit Pro Conference, so Canadian Fitness Professional Conference, and I won the. Oh, I'm going to look at it right now. The new presenter of the year uh, for 2017, and that was, um, you know, I got to get up and and receive my audience, uh, receive the award, excuse me, and speak to the audience, um, and there was 5,000 people in the audience. So for me. As, as a sexologist and, you know, there's not a lot of us out there and, you know, me deciding to go into this area of specialization, you know, formally, um, you know, about 10 years ago and then never even being able to dream 
about speaking to an audience that side. And there's a very like um, uh, fun part of me that that's like, oh my goodness, Stephen, you got to say sex in front of 5,000 people. And I just, you know, that concept in of, of itself is, is a bit brain bending for me. Um, but I, I, I'm a, I won an award. Um, for that. So it's, it's something that I really love to do and, you know, talk about sex and have people feel comfortable and have people explore, you know, the sex life that they want and, and that they deserve. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. I'm really, really happy. Yeah. I, I feel that uh, when, you know, our colleagues do well, it's, it's, it's progress, you know, for all of us. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing as, as sexologists, like, you know, we have such a, you know, a, a, a tight bond and there's, there's not enough of us out there. There's so much work to do. I think there's a, an epidemic of bad sex out there in the world. And the more that we can help each other and um, support each other. And, and I have great relationships with, uh, you know, people all over the world. And, and I love it. If there's an issue that I have, I kind of post it somewhere and i know that there's a sexologist you know in australia that's going to be awake and when i'm asleep or in singapore or you know in the states somewhere so when i wake up there's going to be an answer to you know the issue that i that i had and the question that i had because of uh, you know we have such a tight-knit uh, community because there there is such important work to do yeah definitely definitely so yeah you can count on me to um have your back from now thank on. you thank you the feeling <laughs> yeah mutual. i want to be there for you yeah thank you so i haven't asked you this question i kind of just assumed uh, what made you become a sexologist i'm sure you get asked this question a lot um Ooh. but for the sake of listeners what made you become one um yeah really uh, there's a long and a short story for it so i'll give you the, the condensed version just i want to respect our time um yeah sex has been something that i've always been fascinated with and from a very young age, um, it's been a big part of my life. So I grew up Roman Catholic, and I, I was an altar boy for seven years. So that's where I really developed my love of speaking is I'd be an altar boy and see the priest actually speaking and connecting and seeing the power that he had to connect with the, you know, with the audience. And that's where I got comfortable being in front of an audience. Um, but I also, as growing up Catholic, saw the very confusing to me at, at that time, um, conversations happening around sex. So in, in that setting, um, it was, uh, you know, a very negative thing. You shouldn't think about it. If you think about it, it's just as bad as doing it. Um, you know, um, there was just lots of things about, um, sex that were bad and wrong. And then I'd walk outside after church on Sunday morning and I'd turn on the TV and I'd see this gratuitous, you know, graphic, uh, depiction of women and sex and in advertising and all over the place. And it's just like, how, okay. And then I'd be like, well, I can't think about it. I'm looking at a pair of, of breasts, but don't think about it because if you think about it, Stephen, you're going to go to hell. Right. And like this whole world was, um, was going into things that way. So for me, um, that was one of the things that was there. Also, um, when I was about 13 years old, I found out that um, a girl that I had grown up with and, you know, I grew up back in, in Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada and uh, in British, uh, yeah, in British Columbia, as I said. And one of the, the girls, the neighborhood girls that I grew up with that I would, you know, go out at night. At that time, we'd go out and, and play outside in the street. And we lived by a place called Lynn Canyon. So we'd go in there and play. Um, and I found out that she had been sexually abused um, from the age for, uh, for a long period of time, from the ages of like 
like nine to the age of like 13 or something like that. And I remember finding out when I was in grade nine, so I would have been 13 years old and just so upset. And I remember coming home from school and I remember crying and I remember her coming over and talking, my mom talking to me and her coming over and talking to me. And I was just so upset. And one, I was upset that um, this, this happened to her. And the second thing was upset is that she didn't tell me because I wanted to help her. I wanted to do something. Now, the reality is, Martha, I was a year younger than her, so I, I really didn't have a lot of voice or experience in, in being able to talk about this or support her in any yeah. way. But it was at that moment yeah. that I said, hey, you know, if I don't want this to happen. If there's something that I can do to prevent this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So that was a pivotal time in my life. And then the other, the other part that I, I don't share with a lot of people, but uh, my mom's going to be holding her head if she hears this. I'll send it to her, though. Um, I was, when I was 19 years old, um, I was uh, at the University of British Columbia. I was finishing um, my, uh, I was in the middle of doing my undergraduate degree there, and I worked in a nightclub, and it was a place called the Wild Coyote, and it was an actual place back, it's no longer there, and I was a topless male waiter. So what they would do at that time is between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock at night, it'd be only women. So it'd be packed with about 200, 250 women. And there would be male strippers that would come in. And in Vancouver, um, you can go full Monty, so completely naked, right? And I was there as a topless male waiter. I didn't, I didn't take my pants off, but I was there. Uh, at that time, I was uh, a few pounds lighter and I had a, you know, a, a beautiful torso. And, and so I would sell drinks. But what was fascinating for me was I got a glimpse into female sexuality that very, very few people did. And I saw 250 women owning their sexuality, feeling safe to, you know, communicate that, be safe to like, hey, I'm sexual and this is something that I want. And I'm, you know, and it was done in a fun, you know, environment. And I was like, wow, this is powerful. This is, this is something that I've never seen before because women generally are not given permission to advocate for themselves, to express their, their sexual wants, to, to let, that, uh, you know, uh, let that inner beast off the leash, so to speak. And I saw that and I was like, wow, this is powerful. This is fascinating. And so those were three things in, in my growing up that just as a young man that were really um, curious about... Um, had me curious about sex and sexuality. And then when I moved to Toronto, um, I, I had an experience here. I was dating a girl. She was Miss Toronto at that time. So I like to joke and say I was Mr. Toronto uh, just by default because I was dating her and I cheated on her. And that really rocked my world because I was taught to love, honor, and respect women. And I don't drink, so I wasn't yeah. drunk. And I just went through this whole process at that time I was 26 years old this whole like upheaval in like who I was and was really broken up and, and was in a severe depression for about 18 months and then started working with a a coach a gentleman by the name of Dr. Tom Preston an amazing man and a therapist by the not, uh, name of Barbara Power and I did a ton of work on myself around my relationship to women um, my relationship to sex relationship to myself and, you know, got to this place of, of really understanding myself and freedom to, to, 
to be who I am in the world and and to be able to express myself in a way that honors who I am and what I'm interested in and, and um, my sexual self-expression at the same time as loving, honoring, and respecting women. So I had to do a lot of work on, you know, eliminating the, the social scripts that I had been taught, the way that I was supposed to access sex and relationships, and just had these amazing relationships and these amazing sexual connections with partners in my life. And I thought, wow, if I can go from such a dark place to this place of freedom and power and amazing relationships, this is something that I can commit my life to because there is so much pain. There is so much uh, unhappiness in the world in this area. If I can take my learning and learn more and share that with the world, I can cr increase the quality of people's lives, the amount of love in the world, and that's something that I can commit my life to. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, first, you shared about uh, the you know the Catholic influences and how mm -hmm. it was confusing for you. Then you talked about coming of age and uh, uh, learning about sexual abuse, the ugly side of sex. And then you talked about your own sharing of how you 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 cheated and how that uh, started you on your own journey of really deepening your connection with yourself and with your masculinity, with your manhood, uh, with being human. So that's really beautiful what you're sharing. Thank you for sharing that vulnerability. You're welcome. My pleasure. So this is uh, uh, I can I can begin to understand and see now what what started to drive you towards being a sexologist and also mm -hmm. the the spiritual side of it a little bit how uh, that started to um, bring up questions for you with regards mm -hmm. to spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd love to talk, uh, you know, more about that um, and share more about, you know, the spirit of sex and how I see that in my life as well as professionally as well, because it does play, you know, a big role for people in, in their ability to connect, number one, with themselves, as well as um, connect with their partner or their partners in life. Yes. So, <laughs> just waiting for the break to come up. And, there we go. Um, uh, I, I certainly find that a lot of people who have some kind of religion in their life uh, certainly struggle with their relationship with sexuality. So mm -hmm. we'll explore more about this after this break. Mm -hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com. Casino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. 
Home Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Home Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. What's up? This is Brad and Mike from Lincoln Park for LifeBeat, the music industry fights AIDS. Listen up, times are tough and you get a lot of things thrown your way. If you're being pressured to have sex and you're not ready, then say no. If you're having sex, be smart and use protection. Respect yourself and protect yourself. For more information, call the National AIDS Hotline at 1-800-342-AIDS or log on to www.lifebeat.org. Welcome back to Arrow's Evolution. This is in, this, in today's show, we are exploring the link between sex and spirit uh, with Dr. Stephen DeWitt. And uh, today's show title is The Spirit of Sex. So uh, he is the author of The Sexual Freedom System, Winning the Inner Game of Sex. And you can pick up a copy of his book by going to his website. That's grdewit.com. And um, so tell us a little bit more as we start to explore more about the topic of uh, spirit, of sex, or sex and spirit. When have you first started experiencing the connection between sex and spirit in your life, Doctor? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's two main areas. One is, you know, my personal journey as well as my professional journey and working with clients and seeing that connection. So... And one of the things that I, I, I come across a lot is people are, um, they're focused on the, what I call the accounting of sex or the mathematics of sex said another way. So they're focused on how many times, how long, how many orgasms, how big is my partner, or how big is my partner's body parts, how small is my partner's body parts, how many partners have I had, etc. They get caught up in the mathematics of sex. And yes. what they what they forget or what they miss out on is really the what's important. And the spirit of sex is and it's going to be different for different people, but it's that feeling of connection of intimacy, of fun, of pleasure, of vulnerability, number one, with yourself, and number two, with your partner. And we get so focused on what it looks like, we forget about really what the essence is and what it makes available to us. I like to joke around, it's like, you know, you have a car and uh, you want to get to um, a destination. Uh, I don't even you, you want to go out somewhere for dinner because, you know, you're hungry and you need food and you need that sustenance and that part to like, you know, 
nourish your body so you can function and you can live. And yet you don't go there because you're worried about what the car looks like. Right, you're worried about you know the the uh, the color of it, or you're worried that it's not it uh, it doesn't have uh, I don't know power windows or a sunroof or something. So you just don't go and you don't get that nourishment. It's the same thing. So you know, we look at the spirit of sex. There's we're so focused on the mechanics, what I like to call the the hydraulics of hard into wet, that we we mm. miss out on some of the um, the subtler sides or the softer sides that can be just as powerful. You know, and in, in my evolution as 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 a man and as a sexual being, you know, it, at different times it has been, and especially in my younger years, you know, like hormones raging was like I just want sex. You know, that's it. It's it's another you know human being, and and then it's uh, you know how much sex I can have, and focused on that and that world and and. You know, now in my own journey, it's how can I deepen? How can I explore? How can I connect in ways beyond the physical? And that's a, a beautiful place that um, that I am at in my life. And that really um, allows me to become more comfortable with who I am and my identity and who I am as a sexual man and what I'm able to give and provide and to receive sexually. And that last part, Martha, is something that I have struggled with for a long time is receiving. I am a giver by nature. I like taking care of people. I like helping. I like healing. I like supporting. I do that professionally. I do that with my friends. I do that with lovers. And now I'm just kind of at a place of like honoring like my spirit and honoring who I am and realizing that part of my journey and part of this very powerful, very, you know, we've talked about like the, the Tony Robbins of sex, that, that fun performance, you know, um, highly energetic individual. That's part of who I am, but that's also part of a defense for me. So I don't have to be vulnerable. So I don't have to... Um, show the areas where I'm insecure or I'm scared. And so for me in my personal journey and, and specifically where I'm at now, it's how do I be more vulnerable? How do I open up and how am I able to receive? So that's, that's more the, you know, my journey and where I've been over the last probably about two years. I've, I've really looked at this and being like, where is the area that I can grow? Because there's an expectation mm -hmm. for myself that I am an expert in this area or I should know this stuff. And then, you know, being compassionate to myself and being like, no, I don't have to have it all figured out and I can grow. And, and how do I grow? And again, it, it, it speaks to what you and I spoke about before is I need to be walking my talk. You know, I'm mm -hmm. not, I don't want people to listen to me because I got a lot of letters after my name or I've written a book or I've spoken here or I've been on this TV show. You know, what's going to resonate is if I'm walking that journey myself and if I'm, you know, connecting with my spirit and who I am and, you know, really doing that work as well is going to allow me the, uh, the foundation, the integrity, the authenticity to be able to stand for other people so they can have that in their life as well. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that.
Yeah, you're very welcome. It's it's something that I'm fascinated with on, on the professional side of things. You know, in working with, I work with individuals and couples and help them discover and create the sex life that they've always wanted. So, you know, I work with people, you know, internationally um, by phone or, or, you know, Skype or whatever works for them to be able to connect. And and depending on what the person's dealing with and and what they're confronted with, but often with with couples, that's an that's an area and element that they're not really attuned to. They are caught up in you know often I'll work with couples and they're experiencing you know, what we call bed death. So there's everything's okay, but our sex life doesn't work. Yeah. Everything's okay, but you know if we could just you know kind of you know turn the crank and get things going in the bedroom. It would be great. And one of the things that I like to share with people is, you know, I get this question a lot, is sex the most important thing about a relationship? I'm like, no, it's totally not. It isn't important. It's not the most important. And I like to say that sex is a symptom of what's going on in the relationship. So if things are well, if you're connected, if you're, you know, having that heart-centered relationship with your partner, if you have that openness, guess what? Sex is going to be good. And if you're not, if you allow those walls to come up, if you're shut down for whatever reason, if you've, you know, I love that you've forgiven, but you've not for, forgotten, right? If you sweep all that stuff under the rug, well, after a while, that rug is pretty bumpy and you can't stand on it. So that foundation of your relationship, because it's years or decades of sweeping stuff under the rug and not dealing with it, is now getting in your way. And so I do, uh, you know, work with people on on, on healing that for themselves, mm -hmm. of being able to give themselves a voice and to be able to speak to that. Because my in my experience, in my practice, there's a lot of people that don't speak about sex. You know, people, they're with their partner, you know, they're going to deal with all sorts of things in this world. They're going to deal with, you know, having kids and raising kids and a kid getting sick. They're going to deal with the death of their parents. They're going to deal with illness, you know, from one another. And they'll, they'll, they'll go through those battles. They'll deal with those things. They'll have those hard conversations. But when it comes to sex, you know, that's really an area where people shut down. They're not open. They're not honoring who they are. And, you know, and therefore, they, it's very difficult for them to connect and honor who their partner is. And that's why, you know, with my book, I, I took so much time. It's, it's uh, you know, the sexual freedom system, winning the inner game of sex. So it, it's, it's about really honoring yourself and understanding, developing your, I mean, there's four steps that I go into, but, you know, honoring your sexual self-awareness and developing that, developing your sexual self-esteem developing your sexual responsibility, and then, you know, having your authentic sexual self-expression after you have those first three steps. And a lot of that is working mm -hmm. on, on your spirit and honoring that and having that level of connection and intimacy and, and being present in the moment and slowing things down. You know, that's, that's when people talk to me about this and, and they, they want to be able to connect and honor, with their, uh, honor their partner, the easiest stuff that I do is slow things down and then touch as lightly as you possibly can. And there's an exercise, you know, called um, Sensate yeah. Focus, um, where I yeah. get people to, you know, really as lightly and as slowly as possible touch their partner and focus their energy on actually receiving the touch 
on the pads of their fingers. You know, most of the time we're touching because we want to provide pleasure to our partner, but this is touching so we're receiving pleasure on the pads of our fingertips. And that's something that when people start implementing into their life and, and really um, having that energetic connection with their partner, things start slowing down. Things start opening up. It's not operation orgasm, and that's the one focus and sole focus that we have on having sex. But it, we're now into the world of connecting, of being present, of being exploring, of, of not having that hyper-focus on that end goal or that end result. It's just being and connecting with your partner that can be so beautiful and so powerful at the same time. Yeah, that's really important to really start to become comfortable with our sexuality in all these mm -hmm. uh, aspects that you talked about. Uh, I guess listeners would be very interested in like how exactly they can start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, the first part, again, I always go back to the basics, but it would be communicating with your partner. Being like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, this is something that I'm curious about doing and I'd like to explore. Are you open to exploring that? You know, one of, the, one of the big challenges people have is they have a great idea and they're like, oh, I'm going to just spring this on my partner. And then you spring it on your partner and your partner's looking at you like, what the heck are you doing, you weirdo? Like, why are you pulling yeah. out that toy? Or why are you all of a sudden slowing things down and being all woo-woo? Like, that's not how we have sex, right? And so the first step in, in anything is, is talking to your partner and being like, hey, this is something that I think would be really hot or really loving or really important. And, you know, are you open to exploring this and having some fun? And, you know, you could create – I always am a big fan of, of safe words so people can use different words to slow things down or to stop. But that would be the first place to start. Great. So – We'll keep that in mind. We'll bookmark that uh, first step and uh, we'll have a break and we'll come back and uh, speak more with Dr. Stephen D. Witt. Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. It's on us to stop sexual assault. To get in the way before it happens. To get a friend home safe. To not blame the victim. It's on us. To look out for each other. To, look out. to, to not look, look the other way. It's on us to stand up. To step in. To take responsibility. It's on us, all of us, to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org.
welcome to the last 15 minutes of today's show, Arrow's Evolution. Today, we are talking about the spirit of sex with sexologist Dr. Stephen D. Witt. And he wants to invite you to learn more about how he can support you, support you as a speaker at your next conference or work with you one-to-one to create the sex life that you deserve. So be sure to visit his website, that's drdewit.com, where you can also pick up a copy of his book, the Sexual Freedom System, Winning the Inner Game of Sex. And uh, just before the break, we were talking about how you can begin to start to have a better sex life and start um, practicing sexual empowerment. And uh, he mm-hmm. was talking about the importance of speaking with your partner. And uh, it's so important that um, the the best way to start is to start and mm-hmm. not overthink things and uh, also mention your vulnerabilities and your your fears as well mm-hmm. uh, your desires that's very important yeah. uh, so he gave us lots of tips including using safe words so any other tips uh, that you have for us doctor yeah absolutely so so the first part is communicating with your partner letting them know that this is something you're interested in and you know checking in with them if this is something that they want to do. The next part of um, you know developing the spiritual side of sexuality is, and I always, when it's anything that comes to sex, Martha, I always like to say, you know, let's take small steps. You know, we're eating the elephant one bite at a time, not the entire elephant in our mm. mouth at once. So one of the uh, the easiest steps that I have is meditate with your partner. And what that could be mm-hmm. is um, you could, you know, both be naked or clothed, depending on what you're comfortable with, and initially start sitting back to back. So your back is up against their back and just meditate. Yeah. Put some music on. And so you have, you start developing the physical connection, but also the spiritual connection. You match your breaths together and you start going on that journey together. And then you can, you know, move around or face each other or, you know, have one person leaning back on the other person's chest, you know, a number of different ways to connect there and start bringing that union together. Another area that um, step, next step is um, really works well for people is creating a bit of a ritual. And rituals don't mm-hmm. have to be a big, you know, um, production. And they can be if that's your jam and that really works for you and your partner, that's fine. But a having a ritual can be just as easy as um, entertain, what I like to say, entertaining the senses. So what are you listening to? What are you smelling? What are you touching and how are you touching? What are you tasting and how are you tasting it? So putting on, like I mentioned, put on some music, you know, light a scented candle, you know, really create that, that sacred space that this is a, a, a something that's yeah. going to be different from the usual way that that you work with things, and then the last step in in working with uh, integrating you know the spiritual side or the spirit of sex into your practice is something that I I, I call pleasure pleasure mapping, and so pleasure mapping mm. it's it's uh, an opportunity for you to explore with your partner what works for them and what different touches, what different sensations, what different ways to connect with your partner um, really work for them. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a very, you know, a a sexually driven thing. It doesn't have to look like orgasms at the end. But, you know, it's, it's carving out some time for you and your partner and having your partner touch you and you provide feedback. 
of what they like, of what you like, excuse me. And, you know, some people, they have a scale of, um, you know, one to 10 that they're going to be, you know, giving their partners. Some people, it's going to be moaning. Some people, it's going to be a yes or a no. And the thing to remember when you're giving and receiving feedback, that your partner's not critiquing you as a a lover or, you know, a person that they're sexual with, they're talking about the technique and what works. So really what is, and again, if we look at the spirituality, what has you feel most connected? What has you, has your heart open up, your chakras all open up and really respond to your partner's touch? And mm. this is, uh, pleasure mapping is something that um, I, I highly recommend um people looking more into and, and I want to be responsible for our time here today. Um, one of one of our colleagues, uh, an amazing person by the name of Charlie Glickman, um, uh, wrote an yeah. article um, called Pleasure Mapping, an easy and effective way to create amazing sex. And if you look up Pleasure mm -hmm. Mapping and then Charlie Glickman, if you Google that, um, just Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I-E and Glickman is G-L-I-C-K-M-A-N. Um, and pleasure mapping, it'll take you to an article. And so those would be the four things that I, I really recommend people to start integrating things and, you know, just overall Beautiful. slow things down and lighten the touch and, and take things, take things slowly as you explore newly. Beautiful. So let me just, um, summarize. The first mm -hmm. one is to speak with your partner about your desires yep. and yep. to, of course, get consent. The second is to mm -hmm. meditate. And mm -hmm. um, that's really important if you want to go anywhere with being in um, mindfulness with your partner. The third mm -hmm. is uh, to create rituals. Uh, mm -hmm. and it could be sensory rituals, for instance. And yep. uh, fourth is pleasure mapping. Yep. And um, that involves really getting to know your partner's body through communication. So mm -hmm. these are some of the ways I feel that are very practical in all, in all, um, for you to become more sexually empowered and actually start to move into spirit with your partner. Mm. Yes, absolutely. So uh, in, in this show, I always ask my guests what they see is the link between sex and spirit. So I just like to hear uh, in your own words, maybe not so much a professional professional perspective, but you know, just, just in uh, any way that you think, uh, what do you personally think is the relationship between sex and spirit? Hmm. Ah, Martha, you want me to get all personal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, you know, if I, if I go back and put my, my personal, you know, Stephen DeWitt hat on and not my sexologist, Dr. Stephen DeWitt I'll, hat, I'll take that one off. Um, you know, for me, the link between sex and spirit is, you know, the opportunity and the gift for me to honor myself and the light that I am in the world and to love and to honor the light that my partner is in the world and really getting present to the sacredness of another human being who is with me, who trusts me, who loves me, and who is connected to me. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. 
I think that is the best sense of what it really is. Yeah. Yeah, that's my truth. That's that's how that's how I see it. That's how you know if I you know t like I said I just you know took a moment and and that that was my truth. That's great. Yes. Yeah, so the the truth requires honor. So I was I was here. <laughs> I'm here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's 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 well said. You know. Yes. So I I have learned a lot about the link between sex and spirit in the last three years, and uh, I feel that spirit comes when we just let go of ego, and mm. we're just we're not trying, we're just being, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's really not that difficult to move from what people consider physical sex to spiritual sex. Mm -hmm. It's just, I guess your next breath and your next intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, on that happy note, <laughs> so what are your <laughs> next projects uh, coming up? Yeah. Um, well, it, I mean, for those people, there's there's two big things that are that are happening uh, towards the new year. I'm kind of things are slowing down a little bit on my end. Um, and um, you know, I'm also aware that you know, for some people, you know, the the holiday season isn't the most exciting or um, fun, and they they may be missing that special someone in their life. So um, my private practice is is still thriving, and um, and so I love working with people through the holidays as well. Um, so that's one thing. But the, the two big things that are coming up is uh, for those people who are in Canada um, and specifically are in Toronto, I'm doing a full day event um, here in Toronto on July, uh, excuse me, January 21st. That's uh, a Sunday. Uh, so if people want to get in touch with me and find out more information, uh, we're going to be going through the four steps of the sexual freedom system and, and have people walk out of there like really clear on who they are and empowered and, you know, having the opportunity and the ability to connect with the partner or partners in their life. And then February uh, 27th, and this is for everybody worldwide, um, I'm launching my first signature online program. Um, so that's something I've been working on and will be working on for the next couple months. And there's going to be a big push, um, you know, to really have people uh, be able to access and have freedom and have power and connection in their life. And that's all going to be available uh, online. And so people can uh, go through that course. It'll be a six week course um, that people can go through. And at the end of it, you know, really be connected with themselves, their spirit, uh, their sexuality and their partner. That's wonderful. Yeah. So your, your online uh, launch is based on your book, right? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So thank you so much for coming on to today's show. And uh, listeners, be sure to check out his website, that's drdewit.com, uh, and also uh, follow him on Twitter, also the same thing, drdewit, and you can also follow him on Facebook. So uh, you've, been, you've been amazing. You're, you're charming, you're warm, you're, you're funny. You're cute, so I'm so <laughs> glad uh, I got to connect with you. My so, pleasure, uh, thank you, Martha. I have a different... Thank you. So next week I have a different guest, and uh, I'm going to be speaking about sex and creativity with Jay Weisman, and he's a, a publisher and an author of about a dozen books on human sexuality, including SM, SM 101 
which is a bestseller. So yes, stay tuned to Arrow's Evolution next week. And in the meantime, have a great week ahead. Um, and um, yeah, do your sex practices. Let us know how it goes. Uh, we want to hear from you. So take care and goodbye. Bye.